You are now listening to the Lit Life Podcast, where you are encouraged to live your life autonomously. I am your host, Autumn the Aries. The Lit Life Podcast can be heard on all major pod platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and hosted on Anchor.fm. Wherever it is you decide to listen, please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Also, www.autumnthearies.com is now live. There you can find all episodes of the Lit Life Podcast along with updates about me, blog posts, anything related to Autumn the Aries. You can follow me on all socials at Autumn the Aries and be sure to hit the like button on the Facebook page, which is at Lit Life Podcast. Or you could just do a search and it'll come up. You can contact me, autumnthearies at gmail.com, if you'd like to sponsor the show, if you'd like to be a special guest, if there's anything that you'd like for me to talk about, anything of that nature, and I'll get back to you. All right, enough of me rambling. Please enjoy the show. Hey, it's your girl, Autumn, and I want to welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast. I want to... Um, Thank you for continuing to listen to me. Uh, I really appreciate you all. And I am so glad that uh, you all are enjoying the stories and things that I've been putting out. Um, I think I've come a a long way in, in just, what, 12? I think this is episode 12. So in just 12 episodes, um kind of finally finding getting my footing in this whole podcasting thing and um again I appreciate all of the listens and all of the suggestions and all of the um good feedback so I'm gonna get right into it uh I want to start off with the shut the fuck up award and um today the shut the fuck up award goes to people who like to I want to say this right like I don't want to mess it up people who have certain beliefs and if you don't have those certain beliefs then they are mean you know like people who are very mean, rude, and nasty when you don't believe what they believe or when you don't, um, I don't know, walk by the rules that they believe are essential to life. So you can, you could probably go into like religion, politics, um, the hoteps, especially like it's like why is it that because I don't subscribe to whatever it is you're offering that now everything in the everything bad in the world is going to happen to me so I told y'all a few weeks ago on the Freaknik episode that there was a, a group of black men um it was a bunch of them it was well over a hundred of them 
uh, they were passing out flyers. This was why we were going into the Free Me concert. They were passing out flyers and, um, you know, on a megaphone and all this, that, and the other. And I think it was more so, you know, I think they were more so a religious group. They were, I want to say they were preaching um, about, I don't know, God and, you know, doing the right thing and uh, morally doing the right thing. Um, And I don't, but I don't really know if it was like aligned with the Bible. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Uh, but what what I'm trying to get to is they were very, very mean, rude, and nasty about it. Like, how do you expect for me to, to absorb whatever word it is that you're, you're trying to put out there for me to learn, but you're basically telling me that when I go, since I'm going into this concert that literally y'all like I'm not making this up and I might be paraphrasing but most of these are exact words are what they said basically that if I go into this concert I'm going to probably die or my child is gonna die and I'm gonna get AIDS when I say that that those are the things that they said (laughs) you know what I mean like what sense does that like why would you instead and I'm not saying that you have to be like oh you know you know I really don't want you to go to hell you know I'm not saying that you have to be nice about it or whatever I I understand being stern and standing um standing strong while you while you're speaking your truth but you can't expect people to listen or take you seriously when basically you're saying in a very mean rude and nasty way that you're going to be disease ridden and probably going to die because a uh, specific music that you want to listen to. Like what sense does that make? Um and 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 I know that there are examples of people who don't do this. Like shout out to the question everything podcast. I listen to the Question Everything podcast every once in a while um, because I like how they put, I, I like how they explain with receipts their different, their views on different things. So it's not like, you know, if you believe this one religion, then you're, you know, basically gonna go to hell or you're basically living wrong or, you know, it's nothing like that. Basically what they're telling you is question everything, unlearn what you have learned all these years, like unlearn what has been programmed in your mind all these years and and start over. So if I give you these facts, what do you think about it now? And I I appreciate that. Like it, it makes me inquisitive. It makes me, you know, want to look into the things that they're saying to see if there's validity there. Um, I'm not saying that what, what they're saying on their podcast is true or is not, but it makes you think. And that's the point. I'm not going to sit up here and, and think 
anything if you're spewing hate and basically saying if you don't believe what I believe then you're whack and you're gonna die and all this that, and the other like I, I recently just recently had to um unfriend a good friend of mine on Instagram because every I, I get what I get the things that she is trying to wake us up to see I don't however appreciate the delivery like um there's been this there's been this uh video going around of like an African tribe or something that's you know doing uh, that's stepping doing um some sort of dance and and ritual or whatever it is that it is that they might do and instead of her saying you know pay homage to to these people who brought these type of steps and dances into uh, our our modern day and into our colleges and things like that instead of her saying doing it in a positive way she said yeah you know this didn't come from the black greeks then you know i don't even know why there's a such thing as a black greek and this didn't come from them you know so it wasn't the alphas of the q dogs it wasn't this that and the other nigga where you think we got it we know we know as a part of black greek letter organization we know our history we know where our stepping and strolling and things of that nature came from so what was your point like what were, what exactly were you trying to to teach that wasn't like you you don't take a teachable moment and deliver it that way and i honestly think that her intentions I, I think that she means well of course I think that everybody everybody means well but you really do have to pay attention to your delivery um you can't be super hateful and super uh bitter about these situations because they are what they are and you're not gonna get the listens that you want with that type of negative energy and it happens all the time like it's and it's sad you know it's it really really is sad and and that's honestly that's one reason why I and I'm gonna go into this probably in another episode I, I think I need like somebody on the show to talk talk to about this but that's why I haven't canceled Kanye like First of all, I'm able to differentiate his his beliefs from his music. Um, I I can di- differentiate that. He could believe whatever the hell he want to believe. It's not really affecting me. Um, I, I don't even. I honestly don't believe he's a Trump supporter. I just think that he is, he embraces the fact that basically Trump says and does whatever the fuck he wants to do. And we can't necessarily fault him for that, even though we all know that he's really about some bullshit. Um, 
is he okay i don't know i'm not i'm not gonna get in i'm not gonna get completely deep into the whole kanye saga but what i will say is i haven't canceled kanye because of his however of his understandings and his beliefs and that's just like my friend like yeah i'm following her on, on facebook or on um instagram but i haven't canceled her like I'm I'm not going to I'm not I don't subscribe to cancel culture like that I'm not going to just completely cancel you because you believe one thing and I believe another um specifically because I believe in love and I believe in second chances and I believe you know of, of course if if it's not a heinous crime like you know let me not let me not go there but y'all y'all get what I'm saying right <laughs> um d- delivery when it comes to these type of things means a lot so you know all of the like angry hoteps out there and the angry Christians and um you know those who are going to those who are going to uh, it, instead of spread, sp- trying to spread knowledge and help us understand, you know, you do it in a hateful way. Fuck y'all. So shut the fuck up. That's, that's that on that. Moving along. I took way too long. I told myself I was only going to take like five minutes to do those awards, but y'all know I get long winded. Uh, so I have, and I don't know, I've been tweeting about some of this stuff, but I had a itch, I guess you could say, to blog. Um, I've had that itch off and on for years. And what I found was that as much as I am pretty decent at writing, um, I really don't. It's not something that I just like to do all the time. Like I'm literally writing a book and I've been writing this book for four years. So, and it's like, I'm literally not even like halfway through the book. Uh, <laughs> I, it, I don't know. You could probably say that I probably lacked the discipline to just sit and write uh, at any given point in time. But it's one of them things like it has to hit me. It has to be, I have to just have that feeling I don't want to be pushed to write or anything like that so anyways I've had probably four or five blogs I've probably started four or five blogs all of them probably don't have more than five posts on them like it's just super ridiculous but um the the two that I had in recent years uh, one was called the R&B Junkie, which is actually the episode that I wrote out, but I just don't feel like going there right now. Um, but the other one is called the Hobo Chronicles. <laughs> so I started this blog back in 2012, and it contained stories that happened probably before that maybe 2010 like some of them were probably from 2009 2010 
And then there were probably some after 2012. Um, so I, I, me and my friend, me and one of my best friends, Nikki, uh, we were on many different, you know, dating sites and just a bunch of different stuff. Uh, but we were on this one site and I, I, I want to say I'm like almost positive. Was it tagged? I think it was either tagged. Yeah, I think it was tagged. And this was back before because what I understand now, tag has like a live feature and everything now. Like, I don't know. I haven't been on there in forever. But back then it was like Black Planet. You know, it was one of them type of pages where you could go on and you, you know, set up your little profile and you could play music on the page and you can put all the cute little gifts on the page. And, you know, it was like just like Black Planet. Post as many pictures as you wanted, whatever, what have you. Uh, So we we met, we would meet people from off there and it was always some bullshit like always like the bullshit never fails like there it was just always something and we started calling tagged hobo.com because literally everybody we met it, it was just a problem except I believe that that's where she met her husband so she got lucky me not so much but anyway um the hobo chronicles were based on stories that me and her and like our mutual friends um things that happened to us in meeting these guys on tag so i thought i would just go and have a little bit of a story time <laughs> so bear with me because y'all know I be fucking these stories up, even though I've like lived the story. Um, I, sometimes I'm not like the best storyteller, but I'm gonna give it a shot. So the original hobo, <laughs> I, this was back when I was living in Toledo. Um, I was probably, I don't know, late twenties. I don't know. Can't remember. Uh, but I met this guy named Keith on hobo.com and I, he lived in Detroit so most of the guys that I met on there were always from Detroit because like Toledo was so small um even the guys that I would match with on there like I either knew them or and, and didn't want to match with them or it was just always something like with the people in my hometown so you know I would meet people in Detroit I was always in Detroit anyway so it really didn't matter so I meet this guy named Keith um we talked on the phone for a few weeks I think um before we actually decided to meet and we met uh we decided we would we would meet each other halfway I almost want to say like a little bit past Monroe. I can't remember exactly where we were. But it was um at a Ruby Tuesday. Was it Ruby Tuesday? Y'all know I be I be messing up. Yeah, it was a Ruby Tuesdays. Um he worked at a factory. I can't remember exactly what he 
did at the factory. But he worked at a factory and worked all these like odd crazy hours. Um, and on the side, he sold a bunch of like knockoff stuff. So he sold, uh, you know, Coach, Louis Vuitton, purses, you know, any name brand purse. Um, he sold perfumes. Now, the perfumes, I don't know if they were, I don't think they were fake. Like, but how the hell do I know? I don't know. But, you know, they were like packaged in, you know, in the original packaging and everything. So, ain't no telling. Those, um, and a couple of other things like, not really like gold or silver jewelry, but like kind of like some costume type jewelry, uh, just a bunch of different stuff. So anyways, he, um, you know, he just, he told me about himself. He told me, I think he had a daughter, um, and he lived, um, I want to say like in Southfield or close to Southfield, something like that. Uh, but yeah, we hit, we hit it off. Like, he talked a really good game and I, you know, I was just out here. I was single. I was just dating. It wasn't really no big deal. Wasn't really, no, really looking to like meet anyone and be serious with them, but just, you know, look for somebody to hang out with anyways, for like the 45th time, uh, we met at Ruby Tuesday. He pulled up in, um, this like old very old Cadillac it, it had to have been like classic at that point in time and you know wasn't no big deal because I know a lot of people or you know enough people enough men who loves those like older type cars or whatever he also had told me that he had a truck and I want to say a motorcycle as well but um I, I had got there before him he pulled up um I was looking around because I did, wasn't expecting him to be in that car. So I was kind of like staring at the car and uh, he called and was like, you know, hey, it's me in the Cadillac. So get out. Um, he was a little shorter than I expected, but he was he was fine. Like he was fine. He was dark skin. He was probably... Um, and I'm not like that person, y'all, like with the whole height thing, but, I, and I don't even know why, he, why I thought he was taller than what he was. Maybe he told me that, but I don't know. He was probably like five, nine or five, eight, something like that. Um, dark skin. I, I mean, he was, you know, average features, but he, he was fine to me anyway. Gave me a hug. He smells so good. Y'all already know that's the swindle of all swindles. Like, a good hug and you smell good? Okay, bet. So, we go into Ruby Tuesdays and, um, you know, of course, he's like, you know, order, you know, whatever you want. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted at the time. I know I had, like, two drinks, um... And I, I did order some food. I can't remember exactly what I ordered. But, and I and he ordered something too. 
but he didn't eat it there. Like, I think he ate some of the appetizer, but he didn't eat his food there. He just, you know, said to pack his food up or whatever. Literally sat there and watched me eat. Um, we talked. We probably sat there like two and a half, three hours. Um, great conversation. Like, everything was cool. Boom. Right? I take my ass back to Toledo. He goes back to whatever part of Detroit he was at. And we keep in contact. Uh, a few more weeks went by. And, you know, he was very, very busy. Like, he kept saying, you know, I want to see you again. I, you know, I would tell him, you know, I'll come to Detroit. No big deal. You know, as long as we... I wasn't really ready to, like, meet him, like, at his house or anything like that. But I was familiar enough with the, with Detroit to where I could name a few places where we could meet or, you know, if we wanted to go out, have dinner again or whatever what have you. But he was, like, always really, really busy. Um, and, like I said, about three weeks went by. And finally, he's like, you know what? Um, I'm off on these two days. And uh, one of the days I have to come down your way like for whatever reason I don't know what didn't ask so I'm like all right bet you know come down we can go to dinner or whatever so I, I told him I'm like I'll meet you you know just we you know we can go to I think I wanted to go to Red Robin so I was like we can go to Red Robin um and you know chill out there or whatever so, and y'all, I'm watching this Cleveland game, and um, Becky is letting these niggas have it. We knew he was going to do this, y'all. I'm sorry. I had to get that out. We knew. Y'all knew. When y'all traded Becky to damn Cleveland, you already knew what it was going to be. So, anyway, back to the story. So, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I ended up letting him pick me up from my house. He picks me up, and he, when he gets to, to the house, he's in this truck. <laughs> so, I'm like, so the truck was, like, even, like, way, way, like, the truck was on its last leg, literally, literally. Again, he was getting around, he was getting from A to B. But I was thinking to myself, like, why didn't you drive your Cadillac? Like, this is, you came all the way down 75 in this truck that, like, is it going to start back up when you start it back up? Like, these are all of the things that I'm thinking, you know. But anyway, like a dummy, I'm like, all right. Because I, I, I started, I, no, I did say, I was like, you want me to drive? <laughs> you want me to drive? He was like, no, I'll get in the car, we'll go. So, you know, I told my sister, my sister used to live a couple houses down from me. I'm like, you know, I'm about to go on this this little date down here. We supposed to be going to Rare Robin down here on Monroe. So, you know, if y'all don't, don't make it back, this what it is or whatever. So, goes to Rare Robin. Again, same type of situation that it was at, um, um, Ruby Tuesday, we're, we're talking, drinking, we're eating, well, I'm eating, he ordered, like, a burger and fries, and y'all know they got them endless fries, so, like, he never ate the burger, he just kept eating the fries, 
And again, you know how you know this stuff, but you don't really like it's everything is like hindsight. So I, then I wasn't really like I noticed, but because I, I was like, why, why you don't eat your burger or whatever? But he, you know, wanted to pack it up and save it for later. Okay, bet whatever. So we sat at Red Robin like two hours, talked whatever. And by this time, um, I had I had I had taken a liking to him. Like I saw potential in him. You know, I knew that he worked all the time, um, and I, I was okay with that because you know sometimes you have that guy that's that says you know they work a whole lot and then like the girls complain about it and I was never I've never really been that type of person like I'm just kind of glad that you're working and if if you're working entirely too much for me then yeah maybe you know if it gets on my nerves then it probably is excessive or it's excessive for the need that I need in a, a relationship that I'm pursuing but in his case, I was I was cool with it. I'm like, okay, bet you know, handle your business. We'll see each other when we see each other. So anyway, he brings me back to my house, and um, we're sitting in the driveway, and like it was almost like he didn't want to leave. Now I had already told him, and my son wasn't home. My son was actually down to my sister's house, and I had already told him, like you know. I'm not ready to be sexual with you or anything like that. And, you know, we, we had had the talk, that talk before he came down to Toledo and he was okay with that. And he never did, you know, make those type of advances at this point. But he, you could tell he didn't want to leave. So next thing you know, he's like, well, can I use the bathroom before I leave? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, bet. So he, I, you know come in the house I let him go to the bathroom I'm like standing by the couch when he comes out of the bathroom he sits down I'm like what the hell so I sat down to he was like why don't we watch a movie or something and I'm like all right you know I put on a movie so I probably found something like Step Brothers. it, it was something funny I'm sure because those were the only type of DVDs that I had in the first place so put the DVD in and y'all a good seven minutes went by and this nigga was sleep. Like knocked out sleep. I thought he was just playing at first, but no, he was like really, really sleep. So I sat there very awkward for about 30 minutes while this man slept and I was like okay I'm sure he slept enough now to take his ass back home so I woke him up and I'm like hey you dozed off like the movie almost over you ain't even you know seen nothing in the movie or whatever and he was like oh man I ain't mean to uh, fall asleep like that and I was like well you know you feel refreshed or it's like I'm still kind of tired but and I was like yeah because you're gonna have to go you know my son will be home in a little bit or whatever you're gonna have to make it up out of here so he was trying to spend the night you know what I'm saying like it took him forever to just like get up off the couch and put his jacket on and I was annoyed but 
I can't say that that gesture really turned me off because it didn't. I was just kind of annoyed, like, okay, bro, you got to go. So, time goes on again, all right? Um, I, <laughs> I offered a few times again to come to Detroit, and I know that y'all are listening to this like, I know you see the red flags, but don't judge me. So I'm like, all right, you're not going to let me come to Detroit or, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I don't need you driving up here or um, driving back from here in the dark. And I mean, it was just an excuse all the time. Yet and still, I kept talking to this guy. I let him come back down to Toledo again. It was probably, I don't know, a month, six weeks later. He comes down to Toledo. We plan a whole, like, evening. Um, So I already knew what was about to go down at this point because we planned um, dinner. We planned to go to dinner. And we planned um, to stay in a hotel. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I was ready. I already knew what it was going to be like. Okay, bet. So, he comes to pick me up in the truck. And we make it out to, I think the hotel might have been in Perrysburg. We go out to Perrysburg, check into the hotel, um, you know, put all of our stuff up. And we were getting ready to go to dinner at this place uh, down the street, but it started raining and it was like storming and the lights and stuff went out. Like the lights in the actual hotel weren't out, but um, the like the street lights were. So that whole way it was like, and it was like kind of a busy street. So that whole street was like backed up. So we decided to go over into the, um, there was a plaza, like, you know, maybe quarter of a mile down. We decided to just get some pizza from there. So we did that, came back. Um, I I went to the bathroom and when I came out, he had like some stuff laying out on the bed. Like, you know, I got this for you. It was a Tony Rome Tony Romo jersey. Uh, <laughs> a coach um hobo uh crossbody and a bottle of Ed Hardy perfume. And I thought that was sweet. I mean I, all of it was knockoffs. Every bit of it. Like, again, I don't know about the perfume. Because it, you know. But that jersey. But I I was not, like, mad. Like, only thing I was kind of mad. Because at that time, I wasn't really appreciative of Tony Romo. Like, he could have gotten me a Jason Witten jersey. Could have gotten me a Demarcus Ware jersey. um, You know, or even throwback image jersey. Anything. I just was not appreciative of Tony Romo at that time so I mean but he tried you know what I'm saying I I thought it was the thought that counted um I was 
100, I wore my little fake ass uh, coach hobo bag, everything. So anyways, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I had to go on and give him some after that. I just, you know, I was all, I had already planned on giving him some anyway, but sex was spectacular, spectacular. Okay. Um, like it was a great night just from just, you know, (laughs) not making our reservations because the damn restaurant ended up having to close that night, you know, having some pizza that wasn't that great. We ended up turning on some music. No, we watched a movie. Then we turned on some music and you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just a really good night. Um, and then the next day we get up, you know, we're getting ready to work. We were going to go to breakfast or whatever. Um, and we're packing up. And so, you know how you see stuff, you know, how you like see stuff, but you you're just like, nah, like that, didn't, that's not what just happened. So I'm, I packed up my little bag and was taking it to sit it by the door like when I'm staying in a hotel I always have to go around the whole room like three times to make sure I haven't left anything so I you know I'd helped him pack up his, his stuff but he was in the restroom at this time and I was just bringing everything to like the front of the room and as I brought the last bag up I glanced in the bathroom you know just not looking for anything but just glanced was he, you know how, <laughs> you know how some people take towels. I, I know this is very juvenile. Like, I don't know anybody that's done this in a very long time. But you know how people would take towels from the hotel? Well, this wasn't that. The, he was taking the rolls of toilet paper. Like, he had a roll of toilet paper and was putting it in his bag. I blocked this out, okay? This whole scene, this whole thing that had happened that morning, I blocked that out, okay? We go outside, and he's, you know, he got my bags, and he's taking them and put them in my car, um, wait a minute, were we in my car? Yeah, I think I did just meet him there. He didn't pick me up. I think I did meet him there. He's putting the stuff in my car. Um, so of, so of course, something came up where we couldn't go to breakfast. Um, but I walked over to his truck with him. Oh, because he wanted to show me the, the bags and stuff that he had for sale or whatever. So he opens up the truck and he give he's, he's talking to me. Because he wants to give me like these three coach bags and like a Louis Vuitton bag or something like that. Um, And he's telling me, basically saying like, you know, I can sell them or, you know, whatever I want to do with them is fine. Um, I'm not really, I'm paying him attention, but I'm not paying him attention because when he opened up the truck, the the trunk of, of the truck, Again, something that I've completely blocked out. 
there was like pillows and a blanket back there. And how, again, I'm not thinking too much of it at that time, right? I'm just, I'm just not thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I, I know that y'all probably have pieced the puzzle together already, but I was not thinking. So, anyways, um, we didn't see each other for a while after that. Uh, and, and it wasn't because there wasn't an effort to, again, I'm like, I can come and see you in Detroit. There was always some sort of excuse, but then all types of weird shit start happening as well. So he called me one day and asked me to, there's two things that he did that were just that just blew me the fuck away. The first thing he did was ask me to put his car insurance in my name. He's like, you need to let me put my car on your insurance because it's going to be a lot cheaper, which he wasn't lying because I know that in certain parts of Detroit, like your insurance, car insurance is ridiculous. It, it has been for years. So, but even still like, bro, you want me to do what? He's like, yeah, I'll pay, you know, I'll pay the whole premium or whatever. But, you know, I, I want you to, no, nigga. Like, what is, I don't understand. Like, how do you just ask somebody to add them to your insurance? I felt like it was just really a ploy for him to get mail at my house, like to say that he lived there. But anyway, that was the first thing he did. The second thing he did was uh, because I guess originally he's from like South Carolina or North Carolina or something like that. And he, his mom was sick and he needed to go get down to see his mom and he needed a rental car. Do y'all know this dude called and asked me to rent him a car? Like, I wish y'all could see the look on my face. I am really disgusted. And this really happened like a long ass time ago. (laughs) Like this dude actually, so that's when we fell out, y'all. Like he asked me to rent him and argued me down like, I'm going to bring the car back. Ain't nothing going to happen to the car. Uh, I really just need to see my mom and she's not doing well. And there's just no way I can drive my truck. And I'm still trying to figure out what happened to that caddy. But that caddy wasn't going to make it to North Carolina either. Um, But yeah, like, bro really snapped. Like, I I was like these ungrateful I was an ungrateful bitch and like it was so many things that happened and I, I don't think that I don't think that I was sad that things weren't gonna work out I was 
I was sad that I don't even know why I was sad. It was I don't know if it, maybe I was angry, but I remember I was crying because I was like, this nigga think I am a damn fool, like boo boo the fool type of fool he thought I was. Uh, <laughs> and when I called my homegirl, you know, I'm telling my homegirl about this this whole time. Actually, I didn't call her. We weren't talking on Yahoo Messenger. That's how long ago this was. And we got to talking about it and just think, you know, hindsight again, just thinking about how, uh, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to tell y'all, I got to go back. The reason why he never let me come to Detroit was because this, this was the story he gave me. He lived in, okay, wait a minute. One of his jobs was being an in in-home healthcare provider. So basically he took care of uh, this lady. This was his story. Okay. He's, he lived in her basement and he took care of her. Um, and she had gout. Okay. And so like the state, this is the story. I know I've said this four times, but I need y'all to understand this. This is the story that he gave to me. The lady had gout, um, but like he had an apart, like his apartment, quote unquote, was in the basement of her house. And so, you know, me, cause I'm a jackass sometimes when I know people are trying to, you know, be whack with me, I start to get real snippy. I'm like, so... You know, okay, so you do your job and you pay rent there. Am I correct? He's like, yeah, okay, so, but you can't have company? Like, I don't understand. So I just came out, was like, so y'all fucking? Like, what's, like, what's going on? Well, we used to date. Oh. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. And, and when it all came down to it, y'all, I didn't even believe that. Like, I didn't even believe that he was living with somebody. Like, the conclusion that me and Nikki came to was that he was living under some bridge in Detroit in his truck. Um, because he was, he would always be at the library. If he, if he wasn't at work, he was at the library or he was at Tim Hortons. Every time. He was never home because he was always home because home was outside. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that that's what it was. And then he started like harassing me about these purses, (laughs) y'all. I, again, when I saw that pillow and blanket back there, I really didn't. Like, I I couldn't concentrate after that. But the whole time, I guess he was telling me that he wanted me to sell the purses for, like, $35. And I didn't. Like, well, my sister. I gave one to my sister. um, And the rest were just hanging up in my closet. And he basically was harassing me to, like, send him the money for these purses. I'm like, bro, these purses have not been sold. Like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> I, you can have these purses back. 
Like, just tell me where to send them, and I'll send these fucking purses back. So he gave me a P.O. box. And I sent them. I shouldn't have sent them nothing. I should have just threw the damn purses in the garbage or gave them away. But, um, y'all, I'm telling you, like, when I started to write the Hobo Chronicles, I had so many stories to tell. So many. I still do. Like, I still have so many of these dumbass stories about these dumbass people. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just couldn't. I think I I wrote maybe like four more. But I just couldn't bring myself to stay focused long enough to write about them. So, at any rate, I hope that y'all enjoy my scatterbrain story. Um I'm going to go ahead and wrap up for now. Um, Just be sure to follow me on all my socials, um, Autumn the Aries on Twitter and Instagram. Like, I really need y'all interactions on Instagram. I'm trying to do better and give y'all some visuals and things of that nature. So please follow me on Instagram. Um... And on Facebook, I have a Facebook page for the podcast. So if you go on Facebook and just um, in the search, just type Lit Life Podcast, it should come up. Um, Or I believe like the URL is like facebook.com slash Lit Life Podcast. So please like, share, and subscribe. Um, Let me know if y'all want me to do video. Like, I'm, I'm... toying around with it I guess like I'm toying around with the thought of maybe doing a very short video um every week or whatever I just gotta get used to being in front of the camera like that so we'll see but anyway again thanks for listening to my scatterbrain ass story and I will be talking to you soon and I hope you'll be listening soon peace